What's your favorite word? Favorite word, I think it changes all the time, but at the moment it's symbiosis. What does that mean? It's like uh, when two organisms are working together and they, I guess they work together in a way that benefits both. Okay. Um, yeah. What's your least favorite word? Oh, hate. What turned you on? Oh, androgyny. A lot, which I like balance in all things. I'm a Gemini, so um, I like when a girl can dress like a boy, but it isn't necessarily like a boy, it's just masculine energy and vice versa. Okay. Yeah. What turns you on? Turns me off. Um, the need to impress me. So I don't like facade. Cool. Uh, what's your favorite swear word? So many nights. Fuck. <laughs> uh, what sound or noise do you love? I like the sound of leaves rustling or water flowing. Just don't like loud and abrupt noises. Okay. Yeah. And uh, what profession are you in? Would you like to attend? Art therapy with kids. <laughs> <laughs> I love babies, I love kids, I just feel like their minds are in a beautiful space to really be like creative, so I don't know, they're very close to Chance to mold that Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, what profession would you like Being a doctor. Yeah, I like science, but I just feel like poking into people, I'll just be like, you know what, fuck it. <laughs> Someone else do this. If heaven exists, what would you have to hear God What's that's it. Uh, what's your name? My name is Cherish the Dumba. And uh, where are you from, Cherish? Born and I went to Amazing, one of the best, and I always used to come out top three. And then I came to this country and now I'm lucky if I've top anything. Yeah, yeah. So so when you came here is that secondary school? Yeah, I joined year seven. I think it was quite a late start actually. Um, I think in May. I don't remember, but yeah, I thought it was quite a late start. Don't write me letters. Were there any I mean back in Zimbabwe, were there any like specific subjects that you took to? Um I think I was good at Probably science. I wasn't very, very good at my own language, which is funny because my dad was a shy teacher at some point in his life as well, so yeah. <laughs> that was embarrassing. So just the, the basic subjects? Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was pretty good at that. Did that change when you came to England? Yeah, because I started to learn more. Also, like, in English, but then I realised, oh shit, I'm really good at art. So um, I didn't realise you could actually, like, study it and take it somewhere serious because i think my parents probably pushed me towards the normal subjects yeah so is that when we're talking sorry? <laughs> sorry i said air quotes <laughs> oh, you know what you're, in yeah. terms of your parents what mm. um is it right if i ask what they do yes um my dad passed away in january however that's no, fine he's actually still here <laughs> but uh my dad 
he was a member of parliament and then by the time he passed away i think he had retired as a managing director for some kind of mm-hmm. estate agency so he used to deal with like land and stuff and my mom is a retired um secretary but it was like this um what do they do insurance in zimbabwe so yeah i had a decent upbringing yeah yeah okay cool cool um so we're talking about secretary school mm. before i interrupt yeah. you apologies um and you started taking to art more yeah uh was there anything that stirred you in that direction no i just knew i was good at it and yeah. um i think i had teachers for the first time that were quite supportive of that so it was just natural for me to actually feel like oh shit I can do this and then I found myself in the gifted and talented group as well so I had friends in there so it was just like a really nice space to hang out with friends more than anything okay okay yeah uh so what was your um your first outlet uh for your creative um talent because we did art, it wasn't fine art, it was just art, art and design. So I managed to do like collage art, I painted, I did some sketches. Hmm. Um, I just got to explore all of art. But um, How early are we talking? Oh, this, when I was in year seven, yeah, right. year seven, eight. And then I think... So off the bat, you, yeah, were, you yeah, were, yeah, like, yeah. had a path clear for your Yeah, creativity. yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel like art is one of those things that I just knew I was good at. Because hmm. even as a child literally my earliest memory of when I knew I liked art I drew a politician that was on telly and then I showed it to my mum and she, I know right what, what politician I don't even remember him okay, cool. and then my mum was just like oh my days he actually looks like him and I was like yeah, yeah, I'm good <laughs> yeah. Okay. but yeah so I, I don't know it's, it was just a natural space for me to but it started off with mm. like drawing yeah 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 um, portraits and yeah that type just of thing. simple illustrations I would say and uh, GCSEs you took you were still focused on the art yeah you? so by GCSE times I did design tech I did art and design and I I forgot what else I did that I was really focused on but yeah, I was focused on the arts element of everything. If I double back mm. uh, to Zimbabwe, mm. uh, is there like a comparison we can draw in terms of mm. like growing up in Zimbabwe and then doing the rest of your growing up in, in London Ooh. specifically? First of all... And we're in Zimbabwe because that's a whole Oh, yeah, yeah. I grew up in Harare. Harare. Um, well, first of all, I was comfortable in Zimbabwe. I had like a big yard. I could play hide and seek. Yeah. I could literally run to one corner of the home and no one would know where I am. Right. That space and then coming to London where everything is kind of jam-packed into like sardine cans. Um, <laughs> it just feels like I've lost that kind of freedom. Mm. So I think that, that that's definitely a big difference, like a culture shock. I still feel like I'm still in the shock of it all, but, you know, I actually consider London to be my home more than I consider Zimbabwe to be my home, Mm. because I haven't been back since I came here. Yeah. Okay. It's 16 years now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Do you not have any plans to go back? My mum wants to see me next year. Ah, your parents are back home? My mum. Your mum, Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad, but my dad was back home as well. Okay. Yeah. And you haven't seen your... Mm Mm-hmm. That's the other thing about growing yeah. up in London and being, being yeah. So you were like, 
I mean, I don't yeah. want to ask you too many, pe- uh, too no, many questions no, about please, you. No, no, please feel free. Remember, oversharer. Yeah? Please, feel um, free. So who, who took care of you when you were in London? Um, I, oh, <laughs> you're going to love this. I have nine siblings. Well, I have eight siblings. I'm the right, ninth one. Right, um, Are you all, the oldest? Or? I'm the youngest one. Wow. Yeah. So very observant. Exactly. Very, very cool. <laughs> so like I have three sisters from my dad's side and then from my mum's side she's got a boy and two girls and then from my mum and dad there's twins then there's me. Cool. So they have pretty much all pitched in throughout my whole life. Close knit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, um, yeah. Wow, I can't get over that though. Mm-hmm. Now imagine how many nieces and nephews I have. Yeah, yeah. No, I just meant like that many siblings yeah, yes. being away from um Oh, from their parents. From their parents, yeah. Well long, the first without, three sisters going back, you know. The fir- no, my other sisters go back yeah, and forth every other time, but I think my situation was different because um I came here as a refugee. Right. Yeah, so it it's not like I get free reign to go back to Zimbabwe, so I have to wait till the the British people tell me that I can which is fine um I think for a long time I was angry but then mm. I got to realize that it was for my own safety my dad was in mm. politics um and because I my whole family was like my brother went into the British army I was studying philosophy and history right. like our whole situation would have been classed as treason so every time my family did go back they were followed so I just said fuck it I'll just stay here and look after me first. Yeah, yeah. make yourself the priority. Oh, oh. Uh, okay, so going into college, was it sixth form or college? I think it was sixth form, sixth but form. I'm not gonna lie to you, I went to Crossways in Broccoli. I don't. I haven't heard of it. Um, I don't spend that much time in Broccoli. <laughs> well, no, not many people are gonna hear about it anymore because right. they completely scrapped it and turned it into like a Christ the King college. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. So Crossways is not there anymore. It's just completely different. Uh, what did you What did you study? I did media. Okay. I did fine art, photography, and I think that's it. Yeah, that's what I did. Uh, what type of media? I did media in college. So um, it was one where they combine performing arts and media. So we will do like the TV based stuff yeah. and the theories, but then we'll also do the performance aspect of it. Just more ways to get the creative juice. Yeah, yeah, and stuff. yeah. Cool. Uh, it was fun. It was fun. I was yeah. just about to ask you, was mm. that an enjoyable thing? It was, but I think I didn't realize how shy I was when I was younger. Mm. It would have been more appropriate to do it now. <laughs> Because now I feel like I just wouldn't even care, like, who's watching, so... Okay. Yeah. And uh, did you have any um, outside of Mm. education uh, outlets for for what you were, like, for your creative choices? No, actually, no. I think because I was raised by my siblings, they didn't take initiative to kind of, like, push me towards anything outside of school. It was all, like, your own Yeah, so it was literally, like... Being kind of raised by siblings, but also knowing that I'm fully raising myself. There was, it's independence that's almost lonely kind of thing. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, All right, so you're finishing college. Yeah. um, Uni? Yes, I, (laughs) the thing is, I knew I didn't want to do any of that. My giggle was really funny, because I dropped out. Oh, right, <laughs> yes, right, I dropped okay. out after the first year. I was like, "Fuck." What was what was this. your choice? What was the I was studying course? photography and video. Right. 
I knew in my heart that I should have studied fine art, but my siblings were like, you're not going to do anything with that. You're just going to be a broke That's a lot of opinions as well. Eight siblings. Exactly. I was just like, okay, fine. So I did the photography thing because I thought, oh, it's kind of technical. Like, I can do film with it as well. And I just didn't like it. My teachers were teaching me from YouTube. And I was kind of like, I get YouTube as a source of information, but teach me from your own practice. That's right. how I learn anyway. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. So you, you dropped out. Did you uh-huh. um, reapply for something else? Or Yeah, you're going to laugh. Um, <laughs> Make you laugh. I did, uh, I did philosophy, history and ethics. I was like, you know what? Wow, that's a... <laughs> <laughs> that's a switch of pace. That's a Gemini that's for you, though. Pace, that's yeah. literally a Gemini. Um, I just wanted to try something different. And I think... I wanted to f- to validate my intellectuality because everyone had been telling me kind of like the art thing. It, it kind of made me feel insecure and really small about myself. Sorry, what made you feel that way? Because everyone was just like, art is basically not a real subject. Yeah. And I, even the person that I was dating at the time was like, maybe you need to do something more, I guess, intellectual, more useful in the world but to be honest humanities is the same as art so i didn't even clock myself (laughs) but yeah it was really enjoyable after that time i became obsessed with a lot of philosophy literature and that's actually led on to my spiritual growth yeah so everything was meant to happen the way it did i wouldn't change spiritual growth Uh Uh can you talk about that oh yes I have a joke. I won't share it. I do have a joke. I, I have a good joke. Yeah? Oh, okay. Next uh, time, tell me. But, um, maybe it's not recording. Mm. But, um, yeah, talk to me. Uh, spiritual growth. Um, well, I think because of the way that I grew up, again, like the loneliness and the independence, it became kind of a trigger and then not having my parents there. Mm. I think it can drive you into a space where you feel like you have nothing. So, But I knew I wanted a faith in something but I knew just wasn't religious or I needed to find my own thing it wasn't mm. it wasn't you, you didn't need a building to yeah. go to and yeah. people to yeah. sort of a yeah. crowd I needed to... the mental kind of yeah. thing to begin so I think throughout reading philosophy especially my favourite um, philosophers Nietzsche and Schopenhauer so they're a kind of quite I find them to be quite poetic and romantic everyone thinks otherwise <laughs> especially with Nietzsche because it's German. But um, I found that there was a lot of resolution and resolve and understanding of the humanity aspect of life, like just how we are as human beings. So that actually led to kind of asking what was beneath the surface. Right. Like what's good for me spiritually. So that's that kind of led to where I am now. And I feel like I'm in a very... In a space of consistent evolution. Okay. Yeah. Consistent evolution. Yes, I like that. Yes. I like that. Um, <laughs> I for for people like myself, mm. um, you have sort of a, a limited, I guess, knowledge of, of mm. you said Nietzsche, mm-hmm. philosophical yeah. approach, opinions, yeah. beliefs. Uh, is there anything you can sort of break down? To, <laughs> to I, I'll do my homework. <laughs> no, do don't my worry. Homework, but, but a nice summary. Yeah, to summarize who Nietzsche is. Yeah. Um, one line that I remember 
No, this one was Schopenhauer, but it got backed up by Nietzsche. Both, life, I guess, because yeah, I, I don't yeah, they're pretty much the same. Life, okay. they basically say life is suffering, and it's not for me. It wasn't a suffering that felt painful. It felt like they were trying to say existence is a consistent accumulation of triggers and traumas. However, the healing of it is where the knowledge comes from so mm. you're consistently learning and expanding as a human being so that's what i took from that simple line and uh with nietzsche he is his dad basically was like a priest okay. so he got to be a part of the church and he got to denounce the church but he wrote this thing about god is dead and for me i just felt like most of the things that he spoke about in regards to religion were kind of directed to his dad. Right. So that there was kind of a bad relationship there, but it was just nice to explore and delve into someone's life without necessarily having to delve into mine directly. Is that an approach mm. you've now sort of taken with you yeah. um, since? Yeah, uh, definitely. I guess finding those oh. philosophers to, to dig in on. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so we were talking about uni, weren't we? Yeah. Um, all right, so... When did it start? When did the uh, mm. the real artistic expression push? I'm gonna feed myself with art. I'm gonna you know explore as many mm. different avenues of art that I can. When did that start? I think as like throughout all the years, like college, going to uni, I have always kind of worked with different mediums: photography, film, writing. I I have said to myself that I'm not an artist i'm just an expressionist where did you start though in terms of like mm. actually going for it Ooh. do you know what i don't feel like foot as a like something to feed myself with that's actually a recent decision oh. yes it's actually like i quit my job june the 28th mm. i resigned and I said, fuck it. I don't think I want to work for anyone else. Mm -hmm. I'm 27, almost 30. And it's really important for me to know that I'm working towards my own now. Because I've seen what I can do for other people. I've seen the kind of impact I have in a space. So why am I doing it for someone else? And I'm barely getting the money that I deserve. That I think I deserve. Mm. You know, um... And I think the company tried to keep me back. They were like, you know, um, we can give you this money, but then it still wasn't enough. Like, So I was just like, okay, now I need to figure out which avenues I can start exploring. And I think... <laughs> oh, I started um, tattooing myself. And I was like, oh shit, I could tattoo other people. And then I realised people were actually happy for me to do that because I've seen my past artwork... Um, selling my art, I've always sold commissions here and there. Um, uh, commissioned painting, work, sure. yeah, yeah. I've done like portraits of people and stuff like that. But I think right now I'm in a space where I don't ever want to do commissioned work. I want to make art and you buy it because it's the art isn't for you anymore. It's for me. You, the bonus is you buying it. Yeah, my yeah. expression is at the forefront of my it's existence it's the tricky thing about making like mm. art a job yeah you want to enjoy it you want it yeah. to be personal yeah it can be compromised if someone's exactly. like giving you a brief to work to exactly like and that. a deadline i don't yeah. function with deadlines <laughs> no sorry I i've learned that over the years which is 
I used to mess up so much. I'll be like a week late with like paintings and shit. And I'll be like, I feel so bad. And they don't even understand what I'm going through right now. And I think it just became a very anxious space for me. So I think right now I'm kind of working towards building small things, small little projects for myself that I know are going to work for me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, when did you start tattooing? This was <laughs> two Lots weeks of ago. When did you start? I'm just trying to get two weeks a timeline. ago. Okay. Oh, two weeks what? ago. Two yeah. that recent. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am a very quick learner. Okay. Yeah, cool. very yeah. quick learner. And you started on yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the first day, I was just like, I don't understand this. By the second day, I literally just kept on poking and poking myself, and then I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. This is what you do. It's just yeah. basically a pencil. You just stipple everywhere. and Because um, I do stick and poke. Okay. Yeah, cool, I don't cool. do, like, gun stuff. Right. <laughs> but uh, what else? <laughs> uh, commission work? Mm. Commissioned work. Um, honestly, I just feel it's important for my expression right now to just be that. Maybe I'll start doing commission work in the future, but it's going to be... Limited. Limited, but also based on my own creative freedom. Yeah. Because I think it's important to remind people you're buying into who I am. Yeah. You're not just buying a piece of art for your home. Right. Sorry. You can't exclude me from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't exclude my own, like, the thing that attracted you to my work yeah. kind of thing. But that's... Those are just two projects. Um, I also want to... Um, you know what? Sorry, with the tattoo thing, recently I I just went went back to uh to visit my sister in Lancashire, and I came back with this idea that I wanted to create kind of like because I I know I'm very interested in the therapy of or the minds of people, so I want to combine the tattoo aspect with kind of like not a therapy session but a venting session. Right. So I am going to make a thing to let people know. Once you come into my space, I'm going to create a space that's comfortable enough for you to vent. Yeah. Whilst I tattoo you, I don't have to give my opinion. You can just simply talk at me, and <laughs> I I want people I'll just to poke yeah, you know, like yeah. vulnerability is very important to me, and that's something I want to bring into each and every project that I do. Um, do you have a space set up then for, for tattooing? I just do it at home because right. it's stick and poke. You don't really need um, anything. Much, yeah. yeah, you just need yourself and a, another body. Mm. Do, you, uh, do you have a place you promote that? Mm-hmm. That you want to go? My Instagram, okay. uh, Ronnie's Gal. Uh, Ronnie is my dad. <laughs> Everyone always asks who's Ronnie. So yeah, Ronnie's my is my dad. Um, I'm sure I'll just give you the details and then you can write on the description or something. Yeah. Yeah. But um, that's in regards to those projects. I also have, because I'm a chef by, like, I'm a trained chef. Well, I'm oh, a training okay. chef. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the job that I quit recently. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, um... Are you, you don't have any plans to leave that there? Or... No, no, no. Um, th- That's the other project. You, you really skipped past the whole... A whole bit there. Do you know what? Um, <laughs> like I said, I ramble. <laughs> I don't know how to control my thoughts. They just pop up. But um, I... Two years ago, I decided that I wanted to try and do something that meant something to me because I was an assistant manager after a few years of working in hospitality. So I decided just to apply for a job. Right. I got the job. 
and then they gave me a position higher up than what I applied for. So I was like, okay, okay, this is already great. And then after a few months, they're like, oh shit, you're a quick learner. And I'm like, yeah, great. And then one of the other chefs from another building comes to work with us and then he steals me from them. <laughs> and then I go with him because he was teaching me everything that I know. Um, two years later, I'm in a space where I feel like I know how to learn quickly, even on my own. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm starting a project called. Uh, you're gonna like this name. Eat me out. <laughs> I am. I'm gonna like this name you received. Okay, let's go with it. Let's, let's it's it's a cool name. name. Yeah. I feel like it's just everyone's just gonna be like, oh, what is that? <laughs> like Pussy Palace, right? Like Pussy Palace. Yeah. So in this space, I will be hosting live drawing classes because of my art background, yeah. and then I will be host giving my guests like a dinner so sometimes it'll be a three-course meal sometimes it'll be canapes sometimes it'll just be whatever i feel like like go-to dishes go to everyone always asks me this but um because i didn't go to culinary school everything that i'm doing now i'm probably doing it for the first time right however right now my favorite thing or the thing that i'm currently studying is making pasta yeah so um i started making ravioli last week uh, I'm probably going to make a tagliatelle, something, one pasta dish every week so I can keep on improving my pasta making skills. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. yeah. When did you start um, training as a cook? Two years ago. Two years. I literally, but before that, I used to cook dishes quite a lot. I didn't really know what I wanted to do or how I was going to become a chef because I was planning to go to France and learn there, pay all this money. But then I just realized, why don't you just apply? and learn on the job and the craziest thing i got a job at the shard and then um there was a girl who had just finished studying at the cordon blue schools she paid 32 grand per term term and we're in the same positions getting the same money so i was just like it's better off to learn on the job than to go backwards and think you have to do the classical training because yeah. food is not even going in the classical direction anymore like especially in london it's just a hub of great food so i don't know this is where i'm at with my life yeah <laughs> all right well let's talk about oh. future goals future plans um yeah. uh, what takes the priority <laughs> at this point or is it just like i have all these skills mm. i'm gonna make all of it work all of it is working yeah. um And I think in my past, I have had this kind of energy where I'm delving into too many pots. But then right now I'm starting to realize I'm at a space where I don't have to kind of exert myself in one specific job, like being a chef and just do that and take away all my time from doing this project. So I took away the job. Now I have time to kind of spread this about. So the tattooing is going to is taking precedence right now. Um, a lot of people want to be poked for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, it's all right. And then, um, a lot of painting, a lot of collage making. So I'm in the process of kind of building, um, a project at the moment, um, based on collages and my dad. Cause I, I, I basically did a design a few years ago for my dad. It was just a trial. So I thought it would be nice to do something to commemorate him passing because yeah. um, I did a project whilst he was alive as well I'm, I'm very obsessed with my dad even in death I'm still like he's still he's still here but um 
Eat Me Out is something that's going to start, I'm hoping, in October. I'm still in the process of, like, working towards speaking to the right people, um, a few meetings and stuff, and looking at venues and stuff. I just want it to be perfect. I don't want to rush this project. Are you doing all of this by yourself? No, no, no. I've been speaking to a few family friends because well not family friends but my nieces um and friends who are actually going to help me with this project that's why i would like to make sure that everything is going to work swimmingly i'm going to be a driving force for how it functions but yeah i think i will be okay with a team because yeah. i've realized working alone is a lot of pressure for me yeah and then i get overwhelmed and i step back so now it's just about finding the right people and speaking to the right people and you seem like you have the energy yes i do i do do you know what i'm i really can't wait i actually found a business partner that um i might be working with so it's really like it sounds like it's a lot on paper but it's delegated to the right people Mm. And I think my experience as an assistant manager, like, I know how to manage a team now. So, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of faith in myself. Yes. Yeah. We all need it. Mm. We all need to have faith in ourselves. Yeah. Um. Okay, I'm trying to think if there's anything that I'm, mm. that we could talk about that I may have left out. Mm. Uh, we spoke about cooking. Yeah. Uh, we spoke about tattooing. Yeah. We haven't said much about... Mm about portraits portraits um, yeah any anything to do with the with that side of the art um i Moving used forward. to do a lot of portraits um i think i prefer doing portraits and illustration okay yeah um that's something we haven't touched have we my no, illustrations no. yeah um i do quite a few illustrations um if it's not portraits it's a bunch of naked ladies most likely self-portraits <laughs> okay. and vaginas um, I'm pansexual, I'm polyamorous, polyamorous, okay. so, yeah, that comes into play into my work a lot, but, um, I'm obsessed with a female body, so, if you go on my Instagram, you notice that there's a lot of, like, nudes of me, wink, wink, nudge, <laughs> but, um, that's how I, I find it very comfortable to be vulnerable physically, because then it allows me to be vulnerable, like, emotionally and spiritually. Yeah. So, um, literally everything that I do, it doesn't matter what medium it is. I just want to express myself. Yeah. Like that's... And all the uh, mm. emotions that come Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not something you're scared to vocalise, is it? No, no. And I think I've noticed that people are inspired by me simply being myself. Mm. That's something I've realised is my strength. So to kind of be shy about it is working against my own expression or my life purpose kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, when did you start with the illustrations? Anyway? Illustrations. I used to think I was just doodling and making a mess, but um, this was in 2015. I moved out with a friend and we're like sharing a room and stuff and she looked at my work she was like oh my gosh i love that and she was making her own illustrations and getting attention from it but she mm-hmm. called it bad art 
And I was like, okay, that's crazy. So I just started making like little comic books about where I was in that space. Uh, I was quite depressed at that time, so I made a like a comic book. Of... You do you do comic strips? I I did it once. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, I did it once with that. I did this little comic book, and it was basically three roommates, me, her, and another girl that was staying in the house. Um, they basically think that they're saving the world but it's completely like they're just helping themselves it was just fun to be ironic inspired by uh, do you know what i just wanted to be funny to myself yeah. <laughs> i just wanted to be really funny and playful um but yeah i think most of the projects i've done have been some kind of outlet just to help me kind of get through a certain space because i do I understand that I need escapism to kind of like get through shit yeah. for a bit, just to yeah, step away. That's a well, from what I'm aware mm. of, it's, it feels like an artist thing. Yeah, so yeah, I guess yeah. either one or the other, either they want to step all the way in, yeah, or they just need to to be somewhere yeah, else completely, yeah. literally. And you're the latter, aren't you? Mm. Um, all right. Uh, hmm. I don't want to keep. Like poking and prodding away. No, no, please, if honestly. If there's, nothing, uh, if there's nothing that's left out, but mm. um, for any anyone who like may or may not be listening, who um, mm. who is really expressive yeah. and, and and wants to find like different artistic ways of expressing yeah. themselves, but is worried about you know uh, finances, yeah. um, pressure from siblings, yeah. pressure from parents, um, you know, people around them who, mm. who maybe are achieving a bit more than they are yeah. in terms of finances and things like that what type of encouragement do you think is necessary or like just mm. attitudes to apply to the process uh, would you sort of first of all just don't give a shit <laughs> honestly <laughs> it's, um, it's so important for everyone to express who they are because I feel like everyone is on this earth to to live out their expression because that's their role in this life. So when we start to stifle our voices because our parents and this and that, and I had the privilege of not growing near my parents, mm. so they didn't have any control over my decisions in that sense. Um, I think if you don't have money for resources, what do you have in your house? Like, what do you currently have? <clears throat> and if it's a pen and a paper, then doodle. Right. Doodle till it feels like, oh shit, I've got this style, I've got whatever it is. And for me, I learned that normally when I feel like an urge just to paint, um, it's usually, it just comes like that. It's, it's not planned. So when you feel like that, be as creative as you can be. Then the next day, feel like, take elements of what you did in the first day into the next day but make it better mm. and then you just carry on like that um i recently actually started um a project well it's not a project it's just a series <clears throat> of selfies again news. <laughs> honestly everything about my expression is it seems narcissistic to people but it's genuine in the fact that i am trying to understand myself in any medium so i did this series if you want to check it out on instagram um literally one day i was like i want to paint i finished that painting in the space of 24 hours 
that was the first time I've ever finished a painting in that amount of time. Mm. Most projects took like three months, some took a year, some took a couple of years, but because I listened to what I wanted, what my soul was craving for, it, I was able to just kind of blurt it out. I didn't have to buy any resources. I just had canvases in my house. Okay, maybe that's a privilege, but I had things in my house that I could just use to express something. If you don't have that, I use my iPhone for my, again, my nudes are my art. Like, I will never send you uh, like a porn-like nude. I will always send that's, artistic... That's not me specifically. No, that's no, no, not you. That's for anyone I'm, I'm dating. I'm just for some <laughs> yes. and Yeah, sorry. Oh, that's yeah. for anyone I am seeing or even just, like, we're friends, whatever it is. Comfortable enough to, to share that. Sound. I'm pretty sh- comfortable sharing my news with anyone. That That's why they're on Instagram. I, I, uh, I treasure myself enough to realize that i'm not just a sexual being right kind of thing so once i got to that stage of understanding myself i knew oh i can make art using my body Mm. because that's the ultimate canvas right and i just use my phone my camera there's vseo you have huji you have all these different apps that you can play with to really just fine-tune your own expression it's There's no limits and boundaries. There's, oh my gosh, there's this guy on Instagram. Right. He's just at home destroying shit, like, and it's gotten so many followers because that's his own expression, destroying, just figuring out the physics of things, figure out what what message you want to say. And even if you don't know now, try all the messages that you have in your head, write in a book and then create that thing, that feeling if it's, is it a painting? Is it a drawing? I don't know. I, I just feel like if you want to express yourself, do it. Just do it. Just like, attack yeah. it, basically. There's no point in overthinking or even thinking that. Even comparing. Do you know, I... Last year, I had this amazing woman and I kept on comparing myself to her. Like, I was just like, okay, she's doing all this, she's doing that, and I'm still here. And then it just came, I spoke to a friend of mine, and she was just like, appearances aren't everything. Just because you see someone doing something, you don't really know what's going behind the scenes. And this isn't to, like, make them feel small, but just to remind you that they're still human. Mm. Um, They they probably don't even think as, as high of them as you do. So it's just, when you start focusing on the comparisons it kind of hinders your own expression because you start to think maybe i need to create an expression that's quite similar to them no it, it doesn't work because you're still stifling your own expression okay yeah well put yeah um cherish thank you no problem and uh best of luck with everything moving forward yeah your, your creative thank choices. you thank you and uh i think we call it there yeah